Everyone was staring and gawking at me like I was a prince. I was a prince. Oh, yeah. Woo! I got that wig. Sorry. My parents better give me them cha-cha heel lights for that. I need a light. Yeah. Get out of my way! Cha-cha. I'm gonna explode. Give me those cha-cha heel. Okay, let's focus. Danny, her real hair. I am the wig you will wear if you don't know better. I like authenticity and no synthetic. I'm wearing a wig. Somebody photograph me with pearls. No one understands my wig. Yeah. Welcome to Cha Cha Heels. Welcome back. I'm Welcome your host, back. Pete Zayas. And I'm your host, The Black Kin. And Cha Cha Heels is the show that gives you everything you need to know that you didn't know that you need to know and everything that you're going to know. And everything that you need to know, that you didn't know, that you should know, that you know. Thank you. We You're have welcome. a great store, uh, a show in store. We have a great store in the show. Right. We have um, a great show in store for you tonight. We have, um, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. This episode's about murder. Well, you know, amongst other things, we're going to celebrate. But it's mostly about murder. Anniversaries. It's the 20th anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death. It's also the 20th anniversary of Madonna's uh, notorious F-bomb appearance on David Letterman, and it's also 20 years ago that I would have graduated from high school. I did graduate from high school, and... um, You deserved it. Yeah, those are some of the things on our mind. We're also, you know, having... uh, We'll have to talk about, unfortunately, the death of Frankie Knuckles, one of my favorite, actually my favorite DJ of all time, and I have a story. We're going to talk about a lot of deaths today, actually. The show's about murder. The show's about, um, not just about murder, but the show's about... Ending one part of your life and moving on to the next. That's how I like and to murder. think about it. Like in an Inyan Love and Zant type of way. If you want to think about it as murder, that's on you. That's not I mean, my we're problem. we're talking about people that were... Well... There's no need to have a debate about okay, this. I mean, I'm just... Okay, fine. So, let's get into the thing. Um, you, since, you know, you love Lady Gaga, let's talk about Lady Gaga is closing down Roseland Ballroom in New York City. Right, and they couldn't have picked a better, more worthy person. I mean, I'm sure they went through the list and they were like, who's the best person? And her name came up and they X'd out Madonna's and everyone else's name and they said, no, let's just do Gaga. And it was the right choice. It was a great performance. And she took the entire audience of um, David, Letterman. David Letterman's show to the actual because it's right across the street i thought it was great i mean brava i'm sad that they're closing roseland but you know they're closing everything in new york so why not you know just come to terms and accept it i was gonna make it a nice like condominium probably probably another chase bank i thought actually was at roseland ballroom i went there for a vogue ball in 98 did you lose i didn't participate in it but everybody thought i did because i was dressed up in like um middle eastern gear with like like very flowy like outfit and fabrics and i had like a 
um, a rhinestone glued to the middle of my forehead. Okay. And somebody, a friend of mine was there. He was like, are you walking? I said, no, just here to watch. What would you have been serving in that outfit? Oh, um, um, hummus. Realness. Realness. Hummus realness. Oh. Oh, my God. And we are celebrating, I guess not really celebrating, but we are in memoriam of the 20th anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death. Oh, God. Can it be already 20 years? Uh, I think it is. Well, I know it is. Uh, well, I thought, oh, I thought you were asking me. No, I'm just it? asking myself. Oh. So, Kirk Cobain was found dead in his house in Seattle 20 years ago. Was, yes. This week. And um, the question... Do you think he was murdered? Well, that's the question. Oh. Was he murdered? Was he not? And I want to let all the audience know, for the last probably four or five days, I have been in a <laughs> hole, no pun intended, where I've been watching lots of YouTube videos about... Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love documentaries. Anything I can get my hands on. Right. So just in case anyone who listens to our show thinks we don't do our research. No, I definitely... I only do this show so I can talk about the things that I know. Everything has been researched. I watched lots of documentaries. I saw the Kurt and Courtney documentary from 90. I actually saw it in the movie theater when it came out. Where they tried to say that she hired somebody to kill him. He had like four times the amount of heroin in his body. that Like that... You know, four times the amount... That would kill somebody? Is that how you say it? Like it's the, and and so he wouldn't have been able to like pick up a gun to kill himself. Yeah. And she happened to be in rehab at the time, so she had an alibi. And this guy said in the documentary that he was offered to pay he was offered fifty thousand dollars to kill Kurt. The documentary uh, director later came out and said he didn't think that Courtney killed him, that he think that he thinks that she just didn't do anything to help, that she sort of turned her back on him at that point because he was, you know, disposable. She had the baby, so she had, you know, the uh, estate in her hands and she had the album coming out, so she kind of positioned it that way. But she didn't actually have somebody assassinate him. She just didn't do anything to help him. Your thoughts? Well, my thoughts are, the moral of this, what I take from this, is that if you are an established star, do not date a rising star because things might not go in your favor and you might end up murdered. Wow. That's true. And also, I was, like, watching so many documentaries on her. You know, I saw her when she was on heroin. I saw her when she was supposedly clean during 97, 98. And then I saw her back when she was on crack. And then now she's like, her face is all pulled back and she's like in slow motion. She's like all rickety now. Like it's totally caught up on her. And I think that that woman is a sociopath. She's very intelligent. But I do think that there's something about her that's like, I don't, I think when you're that crazy and you're doing drugs, you're sort of numb to like, you don't think about repercussions. You're like, I want this. I want to do this. And then like you... You don't even... It's, she's so crazy. Well, I I think liked- she wanted fame so bad, and she had this need... You know, when you when she, she had no parents, they gave her LSD, her dad, her... And then I think that when you have That's that... allegedly. Well, I think when you have that sort of, like, childhood... You don't have to come from any sort of childhood, you, you know, um, love. You, like, you know, no pun intended. You go crazy, and you have a hole inside you. No pun intended. And you will do anything to fill that hole. And using a bullet. To fill it. 
I mean, I like Crazy Courtney. I mean, Courtney's exactly how I like my rock stars. I well, mean, I like Crazy Courtney too. I prefer her crazy. I think all rock stars should be crazy. I mean, who like? It's the rock star lifestyle. Just be crazy. Like, if you're a rock star, be crazy. But I mean, we'll never know what really happened. We won't. They just released photographs and things, and it didn't really, like, you Unless know, reveal we ha- anything. We could hire someone and open the case back up. You, know, you like can hire me, up. because I always wanted to be a private eye. I'm very good at snooping. I did all that research on her. I looked at her handwriting. They had a handwriting... Uh, and what did uh, you take from her handwriting? Well, they showed this her like note that she this letter she wrote to Spin Magazine where she said Madonna's not artful and all kind of crazy things. And, That's true though; she's not crazy. No. And um, well, no, I think well, my handwriting's crazy too. I can't even read. Mine. I mean, from her handwriting, did it look like she? I don't kill anybody though. I kill the dance floor. Oh dang. From her handwriting, did it look like she could possibly be involved in this? That's what I want to know. I would say from her handwriting, yes. Okay. And also from the way that she talks, and from her behavior, and from her wig, and from her makeup, yes. <laughs> well, we solved that case. Done. And the sky was made of amethyst. And all the stars were just like little fish. You should learn when to go You should learn how to say no It's also the 20th anniversary of Madonna appearing on the David Letterman show. Now, David Letterman has announced that he's retiring from his show. They don't know who who's going to replace him. Which we are both sad about because we both really enjoy. David Letterman is my favorite talk show host, other than you know my favorite nighttime talk show host, other than Wendy Williams, who's my favorite. How you doing? How you doing? Daytime talk show host. So they're saying you know Steve Colbert, Chelsea Lately, a bunch of other people. I don't even really care. I'm not going to get involved in that. But the 20th anniversary of when Madonna came on and she said the n not the n word. Oh, <laughs> she said the f word, and um. It was a big controversy back then. And it's a legendary performance. And she gave him her underwear and said, smell them. But later on, she said that she was uh, high when she came out there. Because she asked him if he smoked endo. And at that time, she was hanging out with Tupac because she was making an R&B album. And uh, Madonna, like, like, you know, changes her personality. So she was probably smoking weed. And she got high. And that's what, she's, that's what, what she said why she was acting like that. Okay. Hello? That story put me to sleep. That listen, Madonna. That story put you to sleep. Yes. It's a, listen, that's a time capsule. I know that we're gonna have to see reenacted again before he leaves. So I'm. Oh, you know she's gonna come back on and be like, "Remember I when I said the f exactly. word?" I'm not gonna say fuck again. I and meanwhile, know. she already did that in '95, or after, a year after she did that. She's so bad. Madonna's so. Don't bad. say that. No, I mean I was being sarcastic. She's not. But I mean, anyway. So I hope she comes on. I hope she does a whole bit, and then. Oh, you know she's going to go out there and throwing shade. And speaking of throwing shade, now Now it's it's time for for Diva's Throwing Shade. Ooh, shade. Now, last week's Diva Throwing Shade was Miss Christina Aguilera throwing shade at Mariah. She's dirty. The interviewer was giving her a bunch of movies and, you know, like saying which pop star was in this movie. And he said something about glitter. And she's like, oh, Mariah, in such a dismissive way. What a Bitch. Bitch. So, now it's time for this week's Diva Throwing Shade. Shade. Hey, You know, I've been put through hell for the last couple of months over this interview, and you're not going to f*** me over now. 
Well, then while we're pulling the boat in, let's, uh, let's finish the interview. Every time I deal with you, it is a nightmare. Ooh, that was good. That's juicy. Oh, yes. I can't wait. Tune in next week to find out which diva is throwing shade. We went, we went to, to school, school in Olympia. Olympia. And everyone's the same. We went to school! We went to the same! Ah! 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 And then they they and everyone's the same. I went to the same! Yeah! Yeah, we even fucked this thing. Yes, I saw Courtney Love in live. Oh, was she gorgeous? Well, I don't remember that so much. I saw her right after Court, uh, Kurt died. And I saw her in Pittsburgh. And this girl in college was like, do you want to go see Hole? And I'm like, okay. And I didn't know any of their music, but I knew like her. And I knew that she was a little bit kooky. So I was like, I want to see this. So we went and she, you know, she, she had all these like naked baby dolls on stage. And, like, this girl was, like, hanging from the rafters where she was, like, playing the guitar. And, like, almost like she was going to fall. But Courtney, like, just kept playing and just, like, looked at her like, I don't care. And then she, like, jumped into the audience. Like, you know, and then, like, everybody's grabbing her. And she gets back on stage. She's like, who grabbed my pussy? It was you. Wasn't you, you fat fuck? Get him! And she told the audience to attack him. And then afterwards, outside the venue, I, like, I, like, came, like, really close to her. Like, she's walking towards me. And I walked towards Courtney and this, like, girl, this uh, guy walked up to her with, like, a, he had, like, a t-shirt on with a Kurt Cobain death certificate on it. And he's like, Courtney. And she's like, where'd you get that? And he's like, I love you. And she, like, grabbed him and started ripping the shirt off him. And all these, like, little girls in baby doll dresses and barrettes were like, yeah, Courtney, yeah, get him, Courtney, yeah. That's great. <laughs> I loved it. And that's when I fell in love with her. And, like, I've been doing all this research on her. It's not even really research. It's entertainment. It's also research. But, like, when I, like... Research entertainment. But when I, like, watch people, when I get really in- into it, like, mm-hmm. I, like, start to, like, suck up their energy. And, like, I want to, like... I just start to, like... I just want to, like, smoke cigarettes and, like, you know, just get messy. And, like, I, that's why I have to watch who I spend my time around because I soak up their energy. So... You should get a crystal... To, like, bounce the energy off and absorb a different energy. Don't you believe in crystals? The only crystal I believe in is a single mother who survived. Thank you. So we're going to talk about our favorite things, our top ten favorite things. Our top ten favorite murders. Oh, that's right. So our top ten favorite murders in um, celebration of the anniversaries of things. And what do you do with that? Okay. Ten. The murder of JonBenet Ramsey. Oh my God, that story. I was walking through a Miami airport and I saw all these pictures of all of her on a magazine. I was like, who is this? And I saw that name, Jean Benet. And she became a star. Nine. Siegfried and Roy, they got mauled by a lion. There's nothing worse than getting mauled by a... Wait, was it a lion? Oh, they got mauled by a tiger. There's nothing worse than getting mauled by a tiger than getting mauled by a tiger and living to tell about it. That tiger just died, actually. Oh, too bad. So we're going to see it in the in memoriam at the Oscars next year. Eight. Chandra Levy. Remember her? 
No. She was jogging through the park in Washington, D.C. She was an intern of a politician and she mysteriously disappeared. And it was like on all the channels and all the news stations. And then 9-11 happened and it like trumped her and they forgot about it. But then they ended up finding Bones and they ended up, ended up finding the murderer. But honey, it's hard to beat 9-11. Seven. Lark Voorhees. Oh, she didn't die either, but she did an interview on E! And I couldn't recognize who she was. Were the real Lark Voorhees please stand up? Well, her career was dead. Oh, that's true. Six. Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks. Ugh. That's actually the most saddest murder that I ever heard about, so I can't even, I can't even really talk about it. Five. Lauren Conrad from the OC. What happened to her? I don't know. Four. The city councilman that was murdered in 2003. I happened to date the murderer. Long story short, don't meet somebody in a bathroom stall at Twilo in 98. Three. Jason Derulo's single, Jason Derulo's single, Talk Dirty. I like that song. What's that? Why is that on here? Because it needs to die. Dun, 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 Talk Dirty to me. Two. Mayor Giuliani. He took away all the nightclubs in New York City. He murdered my social life. One. And num- the number one murder of all time. The Abbey, the number one straight bar in California. In West Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> they murdered the gay clientele and brought in the straights. Honey, we're used to it. We, we become equal, and then they, like, come in and then say, we, we're, we're just like you, and we're like, well, I don't want to be like you, and then, you know, then our... And they also come uh, in and, like, roofie straight women's drinks and then rape them in cars. Excuse allegedly. me? That's a story that was in the paper about that. That's allegedly, though. Well, straight people murder our culture. <laughs> and that is our 10 favorite <laughs> fashionable celebrity controversial murders. Scandals. Cha-chas. Oh, boy. See, I'm just in Well, Aaliyah, speaking of Aaliyah, I love that song. That's one of my favorite Aaliyah songs. I also did some research on Aaliyah um, around her birthday. You know, I do my pop culture research. You know, Black Ken. Research entertainment. Any listeners out there, if you need to know any questions about pop culture, you got to come to me. You got to come to me. I'm the expert. He will fight for you. Thank you. Aaliyah actually was about to leave her record company and there was some sort it was a very like low budget record company and she was like the biggest name on the record company she made them the most money she was their only star well she was you know of course getting bigger she was getting movies so she, her record contract was up and she was about to sign they figured she's going to sign with another record label so what happens she dies and they become the estate of Aaliyah her family is not uh, doesn't get any money from Malia. The, that record company owns, you know, the records and the, all of that stuff. So, I mean, you so know... So it wasn't the luggage. <laughs> well, you know, exactly. Thank you. What was in that luggage? Right. That a, luggage, a problem. A problem right. was there in was that luggage. That, that luggage was problematic. That luggage was problematic. And problematic that was, luggage. you know... 
And that's the moral of that story. Don't have any problematic luggage. All my luggage is problematic because I have a lot of moisturizing oils that are always above three ounces. Well, but I'm still here to tell the tale. Good luck. I remember you. I remember you. I took you on a date in 1994 to the opening of the Andy Warhol Museum in Pittsburgh. It was absolutely fabulous. Pittsburgh was inundated with big stars. Dennis Hopper, Debbie Mazar, Paul Rubens. It was a sight for sore eyes. I met Ultraviolet, one of Andy Warhol's actresses. I didn't know who she was, but I know now. They served a four-course meal, an open bar, and you loved the open bar. You loved it so much that on the way home you vomited in my car. Not just in the car, but in the window of the car. You know when you roll down the window and it goes inside the door? You vomited in there. So I had to pull the car over and wash it out. So whenever I wash my car, I think of you. I remember you. I remember you. I remember you. Now it's time for Words of Wisdom. Words of Wisdom. There's no secret that me and Kevin don't like each other. Does anyone ever really say that on talk shows that like so-and-so got second? Whatever. Right? Me and Nicole don't like each other. You you and Nicole don't like each other. Period. Yes, honey. Courtney Love on David Letterman. And right after that, she got arrested and they took her to Bellevue, which is a psychiatric place in New York City. Oh, my God. Yeah, they put her in in a gurney. She, well, after that, actually, that same night, she went down to Wendy's and some homeless... There was a picture of her of some homeless man sucking her nipple at Wendy's. Ew. I mean, that was a real rough time for her. But thank goodness. She, but she's a, a good period. mother. And she's a good mother. Yeah. She calls it the Letterman years. Doesn't her daughter hate her? Uh-huh. That's why... That's why, that's um, why she's a good mother? Uh-huh. Okay. Perfect. Sisters! <laughs> Debbie, what are you doing here? Sisters! Have a seat. Take one of these uh, student desks. Oh, perfect. I'm really excited. This is my first PTA meeting. Me and my daughter. Oh, oh, your daughter shouldn't be here. This is a one-on-one conversation. Have you ever been to PTA before? I haven't. This is my first one. We've had several of them since your daughter's been enrolled at uh, St. Joseph the Worker. Oh. Um, It's okay. Um, I'll have my uh, teacher's assistant. Gloria, can you please... uh, can you please like squirt out little Barbara? I just want to make what? sure. Um, is it possible that while we're doing this meeting, she could actually stay in here? I mean, I've kind of had a rough period and... A I, rough period? I'm on my period. Well, not that kind of period. A different period. A period of time. I. Is there something wrong? Is it okay for your daughter to hear this during pe- ter- parent-teacher? <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? I took a couple of pills. 
my gosh. I have a... Um, I mean, we could totally do this at a, a different stiff time. Joints. I, wouldn't, I have stiff joints. I, we could totally do this at a different time. No, this is the only time because the parent-teacher meeting is going to be over in about 10 minutes. So I have to go. I just want to go change my Kotex real quick and then I'll be back. Sure. Hello? Can you open the door, please? I, uh, I think I left my purse in here when I was taking my daughter to parent-teacher night. Was my purse in here? Um, I don't Just see open a, the door. I don't see a person here, ma'am. I, need, I don't I, see a person here, ma'am. I left my chalk in there. I don't there. see a... I don't... I'm, I don't a, s- I'm a, a teacher, and that's my uh, room. I don't... S- on the uh, on off days. I don't think it's, you know... It's, oh, Shh! <gasps> Hello, sister dear. <laughs> oh, Debbie! <laughs> I thought just in time for parent-teacher <laughs> meeting that I had a sister-to-sister meeting. Debbie, you have a light? I mean, this is not the time. I just have a real nicotine fix. I'm so sorry. You always are. I'm so sorry when you fell in the pool. I didn't get anyone to help you. I thought you were just diving under for a short period of time. I didn't know you were drowning. You knew damn well I couldn't swim. My favorite gem doll was at the bottom of that pool. Kimbra. I didn't, I didn't put Kimbra in there. <laughs> Who would have done that? Not me, Debbie. Please, not in front of not in front of Barbara. Barbara, why don't you run outside and get your aunt uh, some new ports? Call me with Barbara. Um, it's so... I um, just wanted to make sure you knew your ABCs. You always seemed so stupid when we were younger. A, B, C, G, E, F. What does F remind me of? Oh, that's right. Fuck you. It's not worth it, Debbie. It's worth it for me to give you your final lesson. What? A lesson in love. Love? The way I should have been loved. Oh, look at this here. It's a ruler. No, Debbie, please, no. What if I no. snap it in half? No. Oh, it's a sharp end no, now. Debbie, please don't. Please. Please what? Don't. It's good, it's good to see that you still regain some manners after all these years. Listen, there's always going to be a prettier sister and a smarter sister. That's right. Hey. Maybe you can answer this question for me. What? Pi equals what? MC squared? No. A ruler deep inside your stomach! Ah! <laughs> oh, I gotta go. I gotta drive a school bus no. full of kids to Scientology class. <laughs> but I'll see you in homeroom, sister dear. Kiss, kiss. Tell Barbara I said I'm her real mother. Sisters! Those sisters really need to get together. Yeah, I mean, it's just hard. It's hard. Wow, you seem really thoughtful on the subject. Well, it's just, you know. What's hard? It's hard for them. Do you know them? I mean, I feel, there's those stories you always connect to, you know. Because you you have a sister that tried to kill you. No, not so much, but like. My mom's sister showed up at her wedding uh, wearing a black veil and sat in the corner. (laughs) And it's time for a commercial break. This commercial is brought to you by the year... 1994. And Bryant Gumble and the cast of the Today Show. Back to 56 Pass, I wasn't prepared to translate that. As I was doing that little tease. Oh, that little mark with the A and then the ring around it. At? See, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie said she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh. But I've never heard it. I've never heard it said. I'd always seen the mark, but never heard it said. And then it sounded stupid when I said it. Violence at NBC. (coughs) Yeah, I heard it around or about in the lunchroom. See, there it is. Violence at NBC. G E com. I mean, 
Well, what Allison should know. What, what do you is the internet that anyway? Internet is uh, that massive computer right. network, mm -hmm. the one that's becoming really big now. What do you mean? That's big. How does one? What do you write to it like mail? No, a lot of people use it and communicate. It. I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers. Allison, can you explain what internet is? No, she can't say anything in 10 seconds or less. Uh, oh, Allison will be in the studio shortly. What, is, what does it mean? It's a giant computer network made up, made up of, uh, started from... Oh, I thought you were going to tell us what this was. It's so like a, look a at computer the billboard. It's, it's not a... It's, it, it's, it's a computer billboard, but it's made right. it's, it's several uh, universities and everything all going together. Right. And, and others can access it. And right. It's, and it's getting bigger and bigger all the time. Just it came right. in really handy during the quake. A lot of people, that's how they were communicating out to tell family and loved ones they were okay because all the phone lines were down. I was telling Katie, you know, but you don't, need, you don't need that, you don't need a phone line to operate in no. that? No, apparently oh, not. It's okay. And we're back. Oh my God, the, the 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 A and the WW, and then it's the backslash with the HTTP, and then you dot com, and then I well, remember Web TV. No, when I was uh, I didn't have internet, so I got this. My mother and father, of course, bought me this weird thing called Web TV, and you hook up to your television, so it's like an internet, but it's not a computer, so you could just log on to it. And I couldn't like you couldn't. I really remember couldn't really do anything with it. It never really worked. But I remember I found some guy in a chat room, and I was like, but this is the first time, like, I've ever been in a chat room. It's my first interaction with the internet, other than going to, like, an internet cafe in the 90s and, like, looking things up. And so he said, meet him at some abandoned theater in East Village. And I did. And he had braids in, and he had, uh, his teeth were wet, and they were green. Ew. He wanted to give me a blowjob, but I said, I gotta go. Oh, thank but that was the beginning of my internet life. So, um, yeah. Also, you know, Frankie Knuckles passed away. The legendary godfather of house, Frankie Knuckles. He was actually my favorite DJ. Is that his real name? Uh, his name is... His Knuckles was a nickname. Okay. Yeah. I don't know his full real name. He was from the Bronx. He was actually good friends with Luther Vandross. The Boogie Down Bronx? From the Boogie Down Bronx. Okay. And him and Luther Vandross... Really? Him and Luther Vandross rode the train together into Manhattan together. Is that like code for something? Well, they probably, well, I mean, he, they were both gay. Right. But, I, th I mean, they were friends, but I don't think people knew that he was friends with Luther Vandross. And um, so he passed away of diabetes. The murder, uh, I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with murder, but diabetes is, is a murderer. And um, he was my favorite DJ. And the first time I heard Frankie Knuckles, it was at Champs. Uh, club. It was like a lounge club in New York City. It's now gone because everything is. It was a 96 and I remember I was dancing so hard and I never heard this sort of like he remixed like Tony Braxton to a house song but it wasn't like a tacky like generic house song. It had like a soul to it. It had like you know a groove. A groove, a, like a soulful. It was soulful house and I remember dancing on this podium and it was very close to his DJ booth which was up off the ground and so I remember I could see him and I'm dancing and it was almost like we had like a dance with each other because I would take it up he would take it down he would take it up and then I would go up it felt very like I felt like I was dancing with him I remember uh, 
saying to somebody that was with me, I was like, who is that? And they said, oh, that's Frankie Knuckles. You don't know Frankie Knuckles? And I always remember that because I danced so hard and it was so good. I guarantee you he had a set list and he w- it had nothing to do with your movement. It was just kind of him playing. No, because we were vibing off each other. I always dance next to a DJ booth when I dance. Okay. You think they vibe off of your movement? Yeah, I danced next to uh, Grand, uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash before at this club called Life That's Now Who? Gone. Grandmaster Flash. He's a legendary DJ, hip hop DJ. I his name was Funk Max. Funk, no, Funk, Funk Master Flex, Flex also, but Grandmaster Flash came before Funk Master Flex. They sound like superheroes. They, but they're they're my superheroes of the club world. Let's give it up and play a, a little bit of a beat for the lesson and legendary of Frankie Knuckles. <laughs> Wow. I mean, we really covered the gamut today of pop culture yeah. and murder. Life goes on. You know, we're going to take you from from dark t- darkness to lightness. Right. Yes. And we're going to leave you with my Twitter. You could follow me at Pete Sias or on Instagram at Pete Sias or my YouTube, The Teddy Teddy Show. And uh, like us on Facebook and email us any pop culture questions at chachahillspodcast at gmail.com. And you, Black Ken? You can find me on Twitter at the T-H-E-E Black Ken or on Instagram at Marcel is my name. I really enjoy this show tonight because I too. love talking about my pop culture. It's all in my head and I love doing the research and I'm happy to have, I'm happy and grateful to have this audience here with us in this closet. Well, maybe, I mean, you know, entertainment research, maybe that's a... Uh, a field an of, avenue you should explore. Well, it is, it's always been my like fantasy to become like a, uh, a professor of pop culture at a university. So if there's a university out there, hit me up. Professor Pete, pop culture PhD. Do it for me. And join us next week on Cha-Cha Heels. I am. I am. Cha-cha heels with parts. Here to last. We are. For the, for the rest of our life. Yeah, you really want us to listen to our podcast. Go to like a public venue right now and wear a baby doll dress and smoke a cigarette and like play air electric guitar and then get into a fight with a bunch of frat boys and punch them in the face for touching my pussy. Rock and roll! Oh my god, I'm so hungry. No, I'm holding. No, I'm not like I'm holding a cigarette. It's called space work. <laughs>